Andrew. Very well, thank you, mate. Very well. So this is a pretty big day, uh, a big lunch and a big gathering. Sometimes it's sold out many days in advance. So uh, how's it looking for this Sunday before we even talk about weather and outside events? But this is a pretty important part of the marketing for Geelong, the Girls on Track Day. Yeah, it is. It's been it's proven over the uh, the last few years to be a um, yeah a must attend event, I suppose. And uh, and the club's done a terrific job in sort of building that um, return customer base. And um, and listen, it, it's happened again this year in terms of it sort of being a, a fully booked um, event for the day. Obviously, um, impacted still by in, inside COVID restrictions. Um, but yeah, we've we've certainly. Uh, We've uh, put in as much uh, as we possibly can in terms of uh, total attendees, so it'll be another, you know, another great, um, another great luncheon, another great event, and I'm sure the ladies will uh, will frock up and dress up and come out and have another great day at the club. It's an important point you raise about this indoor uh, event because in the last couple of weeks, all the interviews I do, it's about tracks having four thousand, one thousand, whatever on track and obviously they talk about how they'll set them up outside but this meeting is all about this big function so two-part question uh it's good that you've got people coming there i guess there might have been consideration if you couldn't do it inside that you'd have what a whole lot of tables set up outdoors but maybe the weather won't be kind to you but um uh, as i said it, it does sell out so how restricted are you or how how good are things for you to have this Oh, listen, I mean, the upside is that, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago we weren't able to have anyone. So I guess, um, you know, the fact that we can get a crowd in and, and we can get the ladies in on the track, 140 people can attend in a, in a one to four sort of quota, um, ratio for, for, for the amount of space that we have up in our sort of Silks and McFarlane combined room. So we've certainly put in, um, you know, we've certainly got enough of the ladies in there that we can possibly fit in there. Naturally, if you do go outdoors and it's not in a marquee structure, then you are open to the elements and the weather, which, which, um, you know, potentially could have an impact, um, you know, could have an impact on Sunday given, given what is forecast. Uh, and then I guess the only other alternative to sort of try and, um, you know, get the, the type of numbers is to, is to go down a marquee structure, which just totally blows out Blows out the cost for for obviously the race club, but also also the ladies in attendance. So it's about trying to sort of um, you know, keep it fair and reasonable and, and stay relevant with um, with those returning customers. So it'll be great to get the 140 ladies in there on on Sunday, and, and like I say, I'm sure they'll have a have as good a time as they've ever had before. What about others? Just those who haven't been to racing anywhere really much over the last year or so suddenly say, "Well, look, the weather's okay. It's not as bad as we thought. We'll head to Geelong at the last minute." Are you still able to have quite a few? I mean, for example, Donald for the Cup were given 5,000. Um, they won't get anywhere near that. Uh, other clubs have had lesser and got close to capacity. What about those that just the average punter, for want of a better term, that wants to rock up to Geelong on Sunday? Can they do that? Yeah, they'll certainly be more than welcome to do that. So obviously the double vaccination um, applies to to all customers that are attending the racetrack. Um, so as long as they've got proof of their double vaccination, they can certainly come up and be a GA customer on the day or if they're a member, they can come through. We've still got the racing bubble in play, so um, we do have some restrictions around some of the rooms and, and activities, but our Flying Scud Bar, which is, again, a, another very big undercover space, so we think from a weather perspective, if you know we can, we can still 
still get about 120 people down in there, um, fully undercover from a general public perspective. Um, so, yeah, so we certainly still think we've got the facilities to cater for both an indoor, um, uh, should the weather hit, but also an outdoor uh, capacity of our of our racetrack under the current roadmap is 5,000 as well, so there's no problems about accommodating people um, through the gates on Sunday. So Tuesday 23rd, Wednesday the 1st, I guess the next one you're focusing on hopefully bubble is well and truly over and you'll be pushing Friday to the 10th of December, the Christmas party race day? Yeah, correct, yeah. So, so far, bookings have been really solid. Inquiry has been very strong. So we're hoping to sort of convert some of that inquiry into, into further bookings. Uh, you know, we're certainly obviously missing out on the Geelong Cup again for another year running. Then we're trying to sort of, I guess, triage or divert, um, you know, some of those customers and some of those, um, those businesses that we're keen to sort of spend and, and support the club in their Geelong Cup sort of marquees and corporate hospitality, whether they then look at um, the race club as a, as a Christmas party alternative. So um, so we're certainly pushing hard that and the inquiry has been strong and the, and the bookings have been solid. So that'll be our next sort of... Uh, um, our next sort of you know larger event, I suppose, post the, the ladies' luncheon this weekend, and then and then that rolls into our Boxing Day, um, our Boxing Day meet, which uh, which again is a, a big, well-supported local family fun day. So, um, and then another four meetings through January. So yeah, plenty of racing going on at the club over the next couple of months, and plenty of opportunities for people. Uh, if they're looking for things to do or to get out and about and socialise again, uh, our club will certainly welcome them with open arms and hopefully treat them and look after them on the day. And just finally, Luke, I know people in this room know you had a, a very, very lengthy um, uh, working resume before you got to Geelong, but um, a couple of months in now, we spoke to you the week of your first meeting or so. Um, have you learnt anything more? Oh, I think it's just a continual day-to-day learning, to be honest, Andrew, at this stage. You know, I, I could sort of foresee that it's going to probably take me a good six months to fully sort of, um, you know, try and wrap my head around every every particular and every part of the business. Uh, there's a lot going on in the project space in terms of construction at the moment, so we need to push on and get through those projects um, um, so that we can sort of get them completed and... and uh, and finalise, which would be good, and then that'll sort of, you know, six months of sort of investigation, if you like, six months of understanding the business um, in totality a little bit more, understanding all the processes and procedures, and um, you know, as we all know, there uh, the industry's you know got multiple stakeholders that we sort of need to deal with and, and get an understanding of. So that's sort of my journey over the next six months is that discovery stage, and then that sort of leads us into a new budget cycle, and then some new plans and some thoughts and some ideas about, you know, the, the following racing season and, and what we may do or whether we do it similar or, or slightly different, we can sort of make those decisions as we go. But it's a real learning curve, Andrew. There's no doubt about that. I'm, I'm um, yeah, I'm certainly picking up on things and, and, and discovering items day to day. And um, as I sort of say, the good thing is we've got, um, you know, some, some great existing staff in their roles and, um, and their understanding of their specific areas is, is terrific. So it's um, yeah, a really good learning curve. Uh, you know, last um, you know, the, the opportunities, I suppose, to keep learning, just keep rolling out, and whether they be race days, whether they be nighttime functions, whether they be football, best and fairest, whether they be local dance um, dance concerts, there's a whole range of activities that are sort of happening out, out at the club, and uh, humans in Geelong are having a big expo there in a couple of weeks, and so uh, just... Uh, it sort of continues to expose you to those learnings, which is great. Terrific. Thanks for updating our listeners in the industry, especially on what's happening at Geelong. All the best with the meeting. All the best, Luke. 
Awesome, Andrew. Appreciate the support.